Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hey, guess what? Kind of a bonus content, maybe. Uh, so I started a second podcast where I was doing my Bible reading and studying and learning and sharing it with everybody. It was called Remarks on the Bible. Well, I deleted that because I didn't want to have two separate podcasts. And I kind of got off track here like any human being would do. Uh, I'm not perfect. So I'm picking back up again with the reading and studying and learning uh, so I'm just going to put it here on this podcast and I'm going to tr- try to catch you up from where I started. I'm o- I'm still only in Genesis, y'all, but I'm going to try to catch you up. But first I have to read this, this little, um, copyright thing from the Bible that I'm reading from. And I don't know how often I'm going to share my learning with you on the podcast. We'll just find out together, right? All right. So the Bible that I'm using is called the Daily Bible with devotional insights to guide you through God's Word in chronological order, 365 daily readings. And so here we go. I have to read this because I've already contacted the people who did this Bible. And this is what they said I would, you know, if I wanted to do this, I would have to say this. Scripture quotations are taken from the Holy Bible, New Living Translation, copyright 1996, 2004, 2015, by Tyndale House Foundation, used by permission of Tyndale House Publishers, Inc., Carroll Stream, Illinois, 60188, all rights reserved. Okay, so I read that. Uh, Now I'm going to go back and start with my notes from the very beginning. Genesis, uh, my first question, Genesis 1, 26 through 30. Why does God use the words us and our? Why does he talk about himself in a plural way? Uh, so the book that I'm reading, the Daily Bible, that has the little explanations in there, the commentary, whatever you want to call it. And this is what they said. Uh, in documenting In documenting the creation of man... The account suggests that God speaks with more than one voice in bringing about his creations, period. A fullness to this divine personality, a fullness that will be completely revealed as the story unfolds. So there you go. I I also did a Google search, and some people say that it could be just because it's the Trinity, I don't know, but I'm going with it. I'm going with it. I don't care. It's God. He can refer to himself however he sees they see fit, whatever. Us and our. Okay. Adam and Eve are different. (laughs) God actually breathed his own breath into Adam's nostrils, giving him life or God's spirit. And they are given dominion over all other creation. And so Adam, oh, so here's the interesting part. Um, Like I said, I'm going to try to go through this quickly just to catch you up to where I am now. Where, where I am now is Abraham is given the land. Okay. So anyway, back to Eve and the serpent, Genesis 3, 1 through 5. Even, or Eve, Eve knew she wasn't supposed to eat the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden. She even repeated God's command to the serpent. But the serpent revealed to her that she wouldn't die. And so, uh, let's see. Let me go check it out. So I had to go back to the to the actual word, the scripture, and I wanted to 
read it from here word for word. Temptation to sin. The serpent was the shrewdest, shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord God had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Of course we, we may eat from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. Okay. Then the serpent says, you won't die, the serpent replied to the woman. God knows that your eyes will be open as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both good and evil. So right there, that tells me she knew. She knew. God told her she knew that she was not supposed to eat from it. And she also then told the serpent she was not supposed to eat from it because or touch it even, or they will die. And here's another thing. The serpent replied back to her, God knows you won't die. You won't die. God knows you will be open to the truth. So the serpent did not lie to her. He told her what would happen. How did he know? Because we all know, right, that he is Satan, the devil, correct? And for some reason, she decides to believe him, and I don't know why. I think that is the big question, correct? All it says in the next sentence was, the woman was convinced. And so she ate it, and then she gave her husband some of it too. So here we go to the consequences. After they partook in the forbidden fruit, uh, Adam and Eve heard God walking in the garden. They heard him walking in the garden, God called to them, where are you? So he spoke to them. He walked with them. Question mark is what I have in my notes. Uh, so, um, but Eve lied to God. Let me, let me go back and read the thing. Yeah. So God called out to the, God called out to Adam and Eve. Where are you? I think he knew where they were really. Cause he's God. Uh, so, uh, he, and it, all it says is he replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. And then God said, uh, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? And of course, the man replied, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. So he blamed Eve. The Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? And she said, the serpent deceived me. He did not deceive her. Do you remember that? He told her the truth. And she said, that's why I ate it. And of course, we all know what happens after that with all the curses and all that pain and childbearing, uh, all this stuff that's happening. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I, I found it odd that the way he questioned he questioned Adam, then he questioned the woman, and then, I don't know if he questioned the serpent or not, but the way he punished them, I don't think he questioned the serpent, but the way he punished them was he curses the serpent first, then he gave consequences to woman, and then he gave consequences for man. 
I just, the way that all flowed was just very interesting to me. I don't know if it means anything or not, but anyway. Eventually, Adam names Eve. They uh, shame hidden. God made them close. God made them close. And then, of course, they were banished from the garden. Okay, I think I'm going to end that there and maybe do a bonus content for you uh, next time with Cain and Abel. I'm going to break. So I didn't catch you all the way up in after all. So I'll just be, you know, ahead of the curve a little bit here on my reading and stuff. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I, I, I basically wanted to share with you as a newbie kind of Bible reader. Normally, when you hear podcasts, if you look up a podcast about Bibles, reading and Jesus and, and all that, they're going to be professionals, I guess, who do this for you and they're very learned and educated and steeped in the Bible and I am not, so I thought maybe you would like to hear a different um, point of view. Per, per, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks. What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy!